Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Kristen. Callie is sick Yes, She's got this horrible cold that's going around and she can't stop coughing. And she said, I don't think you can edit out my coughs. I know, this poor thing. She's actually went to the doctor and everything. Right. Poor thing. So she'll be back soon. I know. So like Janie said last week, these are big shoes to fill, <laughs> even though they're littler than mine. That's right. They are little, <laughs> little tiny feet. And little teeny tiny Cali feet. <laughs> What's going on with you? You know, not a whole lot. Busy at work. That's yeah? pretty much it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to a fun birthday party with my mom. She turns 90. Oh, that's right. And it'll be great. We'll be in Virginia with the entire family. That'll be fun. She doesn't know we're coming, but she did get a, She did get an inkling about the party, which is actually really good because at 90, she needs something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe your mom's going to be 90. I know. She doesn't look she, 90 at all. No, she does not look yeah, 90 at all. She is a very young 90. She is. And she's, she's got most of her faculties together. The ones she doesn't have, she's never had, so... <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good old Mary. Her. her little good old Mary. Yes, you know, we've had theme. we've had Mary on the podcast. That was like yes, season one. Was that season one or it season was, two? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was season two. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was season two because we were here, right, at the chamber. That's true. Yeah, she's an artist. Yep. She's the a theme damn good of her artist. the theme of her party is there's something about Mary. That's right. <laughs> I'm remembering the invitation now. Yes, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Didn't you guys put a bang? Like a yeah, bang we, thing on we it? swept her bangs up like... Um, so naughty. You know, so naughty, like Cameron Diaz's were in the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, the and the good news have... is that I don't think my mother's ever seen that movie, so when she sees the poster, she's just going to go, I don't understand. I don't get it. And I don't think anybody's going to explain it I to hope her. not. <laughs> That would be wrong. Right. <laughs> or as my grandma would say, wrong. That's so wrong. That's right. <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> but we're getting excited about our f- upcoming fundraiser under Western Skies. That is September 23rd at the Rock and Bee Ranch. I know. That's going to be a really good time. The tickets are only $50. I know. And it's it's a full dinner, great time, lots of art, lots of music and boot stomping good times i know and I, if i remember correctly aren't there going to be like some i don't want to say costumes but like western outfit contests yes in fact i think we're gonna do something that's kind of yellowstone-ish like come in your best beth and rip yes i love it i think that'll be fun i love it yep I can't wait to try to dress up like Beth, and it's probably going to fail miserably, but You know, it's, whatever. The, it's the flowery dresses with, with you know, some the, cowboy boots. Yeah. That's how she dresses. Yeah. Thick well, eyeliner. I think blonde, my, blonde, I think my hair. boots will fit that theme perfectly. Yeah. They look kind of Bethy. Anyway. <laughs> or she does have one outfit. Maybe I won't ruin it for the rest of the world, but there is one outfit where she, like, it's this shimmery, almost like lingerie top thing it's really short and a fur coat oh and i think she had cowboy boots on oh probably it was it was very tenenbaum royal tenenbaum ish of her (laughs) this is good (laughs) well 
We have Ben Drake here visiting with us today, and we invited Ben because he started a sausage company. Thanks for being here, Ben. Thanks for having me. What made you want to start a sausage company? Well, it actually was kind of born out of necessity than more of the, the want or the desire, but we're happy that we've, uh, we've opened it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, Jen and I and my wife Jennifer uh, opened the Crown and Thistle back in 2019. Which is an amazing place. If you have not been there, you have to go. I, I agree. Yeah, and we'll, <laughs> we'll, get in, we'll get into the pub here very yep. soon. But. Right. And we, uh, you know, I started making sausage three years before that. I just had as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my birthday in 2016, and Jennifer had no idea what to get me. And so she bought me a sausage grinder. Oh. Um, the Megaforce 3000, which I still own to this day. It's broken. I destroyed oh. that thing. Uh, you know, it, it did not last too long. And then a book on making sausage. And um, that's just because I had always shown a desire and interest to want to make sausage. And she thought I was crazy. But then mm-hmm. we came to a birthday where she didn't know what to get me. And she says, I'll do this. And uh, ended up with, uh, you know, where I am today somehow. But wow. started making sausage as a hobby. Then we started making it for the pub for our bangers and mash. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, we were only open for 10 months before the pandemic hit. Right. And to try and make ends meet, we decided to start. No pun intended. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. So much fun. Sorry, I could. There's, I, a, lot I, I could, There's I could, a lot of pun in the sausage business. I <laughs> bet <laughs> there is. <laughs> um, yeah, we decided that we'd sell sausage uh, to go for people to take home and cook. And that's kind of how we kept, you know, paying the bills the pandemic and then after we were we after we were able to reopen the pub people just kept coming in and wanting to buy sausage Mm -hmm. and then other restaurants started asking hey we want to start buying your sausage oh wow the pub's kitchen is pretty small and so our limitations uh were there and we decided that as soon i was never forget i was walking into the pub and i saw you know abby's ice cream was going out of business Mm -hmm. Uh, they retired is what i was informed and Mm -hmm. i saw the space was open and i immediately went and found who was in charge of that building contact the landlord and got signed up as just as fast as we could right you know the perfect space for us and oh absolutely right across the street Yep. So yeah. we had to do just uh, a little bit of work. Uh, it wasn't too too difficult, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's definitely locations fantastic for us. Just how close we are to the pub, mm-hmm. and uh, just the ability to have the wide open space to to expand a little bit and kind of handle the business now. Oh, love that's it. So great. So one of the things I love about the bangers is the um, unusual flavors. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, we, I guess I'll say that we call ourselves craft sausage makers, which yeah. is kind of unique. And it's mm-hmm. it's caused a little, not problems, but it's caused some difficulties because in opening up the sausage shop, we're actually USDA inspected. Right. Oh, right. So we had to go through all this governmental paperwork and documents, and we actually have an inspector that shows up every day we make sausage. Oh, really? Yep. So I sit there and they make oh. sure that we're following our programs. Right. Um, you know, to ensure that it's a safe product since we sell it wholesale. Right. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that we used to make that has kind of, you know, hit that red tape where it's like, okay, well, we can't make that one anymore. Not because the ingredients were bad. It's just that you can't track where every ingredient comes from. And that's oh, kind of the big thing. Right oh, now. interesting. So yeah, I used okay. to you know, work with some local restaurants around here for buying some of their sauces to put in the sausage. Mm-hmm. And we just can't do that yet unless that restaurant will do like a letter of guarantee or, you know, will tell right. us exactly what's in there. And a lot of them don't want to give away their secrets. Right. But, yeah. um, but with that said, we still have a ton of fun. 
you mm-hmm. know we have like your traditional sausages like a bratwurst and we do a kielbasa um but like for example this week we have um you know a chicken pesto stuff with parmesan cheese yum uh, okay we have a, a pork sausage that's uh, with cholula hot sauce and a walk-in uh, cheese which is a mexican string cheese mm-hmm. last week last two weeks we actually had to make it a few times because it's so popular wow um there was one that was called the the side chick and this is uh <laughs> and by the way um my wife jennifer names every sausage does she um she gets to name every single one i don't i i can maybe give you know eh, maybe i'm not sure but no there are definitely every sausage she names and the side chick came up uh it's a <laughs> i can't even <laughs> i know well uh, it's a nash we based it off of a nashville hot chicken sandwich uh-huh and just so you know, hot Nashville hot chicken sandwich, you know, fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce on there, pickles. Um, and I despise pickles. I hate pickles. And I said I would never put pickles in a sausage. That ever. seems very weird. And Jennifer was like, no, you're doing, this is how it's going to be. It needs to be this, this, and this. <laughs> and I did it, and it's lovely. I wow. couldn't stop eating it. People couldn't stop eating that sausage. It, it sold so fast. It was So it was the crazy. pickles are actually in the sausage? In the sausage. Actually, that that, to is, me, that sounds amazing. Yes. That is It was crazy. Weird. Yeah, pickles, and I had pepperoncinis, and we had the green onion in there. Um, that one, I mean, I actually uh, had somebody this last week approach us, and... Uh, for her bachelorette parties, asked if we could make it for her party. So oh, we're wow. going to probably have her come in and work with Jennifer and I and making the sausage for her bachelor party, bachelorette party, which would be a lot of fun. I, oh, love, fun. I love this idea. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of crazy ones. I mean, I actually, I carry this little black book around because we have about a hundred different recipes. Is that right? Um, so, you know, some of the other, I can actually look here, some other fun ones we've had, um, Sugar Daddy. Uh, this was a pork <laughs> sausage with a brown sugar uh, bourbon uh, seasoning in there and cheddar cheese. Mm. Um, apple jacks, apple serrano peppers, pepper jack cheese. Um, some of them are getting kind of complicated because uh, I love using a lot of ingredients like sriracha or some of these my ploy uh, chili sauces, and they're just not making those right now. So yeah. a little bit tricky, but um, <laughs> there's one called Banger Don't Marry Her. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Jen came up with that. So we actually have a friend that was moving to Costa Rica. I love that. Uh, I won't get into the whole story about that, but he met a girl down there and uh, his farewell party, they asked us if we could make a sausage for him. And uh, we came up and this was a wild one. It actually had Rotel, black beans, jalapeno, um, some Mexican cheese in there, all sorts of peppers. And uh, But yeah, that name is one that you're just saying people people love it. But <laughs> Oh my God, I love that. Well, that's one of the things that I remember um, just being in Crown and Thistle and looking at the, you know, the daily menu of what sausages were available and the fun names that yeah, they like were. like the Tim Curry. I think that's no. one of my favorites. And that one is wild. Like when that is off the menu, people lose their mind. Is right. that right? We actually have people walk in the sausage shop and say, where's the Tim Curry? And we're like, oh man, we made it last week. Like, what are you going to make it next week? We're like, oh, I guess. I mean, don't, <laughs> please don't get mad at me. We'll have it. But yeah, that one's popular. Uh, the Tiger King one, uh, that was one that was uh, created during the pandemic. You know, we were like, well, we have sausage recipes we have to create one just for you know the sake of selling it while we were closed and mm-hmm. you know there's a netflix show the tiger king yeah. right and um which was probably really popular during the yes, pandemic it definitely it, was. i think it was that's <laughs> that when was, it was popular right. yeah. it was pretty big then and um you know we 
picked up this uh, sweet chili sauce and made it. I thought it was going to be a one-off. I was like, we're calling it Tiger King. It's going to stick. Yeah. And there's, I actually have phone numbers in my phone of people I have to call when we make that sausage. <laughs> um, because they want it. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a crowd pleaser. Oh, wow. I love that. Oh, man, that's so fun. So if, if we could just really quickly get, you know, semi-technical without giving away any secrets, but I mean, what is the process? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and, are, and, and I know you kind of vary between pork. Do you do pork and chicken? Yeah, and, pork, chicken. There's lamb. You know, right. we've done beef. Um, if anybody ever wants to do anything custom, I love doing that. Like, Ooh, fun. It's, I, if, if I had $5 for every time a person said they want to bring me some wild game meat to make some sausage, I would retire. They never show up with it, though. I don't know what it is. Oh, but weird. I'm not saying this is why they should, but I'm right. right. definitely a busy guy. But they always get so excited. And I think they obviously, life gets in the way and, you know, getting right. sausage maybe or is maybe a priority. Or right? maybe they right. overestimated yeah. their ability to but, get it. <laughs> yeah, there's really no secret to what I do. And we, the new facility that we've opened, uh, you can actually come and watch us make the sausage. Oh, so wow. it's big windows. We actually have seats set up so you can come and sit and watch production. Oh, Usually fun. happens on Mondays and Tuesdays uh-huh. um, is when we're making the, the sausage. And other days of the week we do it as well. But yeah, people can come in. So, you know, we um, aren't a butcher shop. So we don't right. have full cuts of meat or full animals and we're not using scraps. And right. first of all, you know, that's kind of how sausage came to be was butchers had leftover scraps. They ground mm-hmm. it together and made sausage. Right. Um, I don't like that. I want to make sure that when you bite into the sausages that we make, that you're actually getting, you know, none of the, the gristle or the bone or, oh, right. you know, yeah. one bite of that, you got to kind of take a break, right? Or, yeah, yeah right. What, what was, what was, in, and excuse me for bringing this up, but I mean, didn't they used to say it was lips and, oh God. <laughs> There's a saying about hot dogs. It's something like that. Yeah. Hot dogs. Yeah. 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 Um, so none of that. Right. None of that. Right. So we actually use whole cuts of meat. And it's the, uh, you know, you, there's the master ratio of meat to fat that you want. And so the cuts we pick are those uh, ratios uh, to make sure you have the right fat to the meat content. And um, we hand cut every piece to the right size to go into our grinder. We're not like a giant commercial kitchen, so everything's still manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually hand cut every piece, and it really gives us the opportunity to look if there's any imperfections or bones. Then we grind it. The, that's the only mechanical part of the process. And then after that, we actually hand mix every batch of sausage, and we hand stuff. So wow. and hand link every single link. Oh, so wow. there's no machines that are making those sausages. It's us in our in our hands just yeah. flipping it back and forth and making it, you know each right. individual link. Oh, I can't um, wait to come and yeah, see. Yeah, so you basically you have kind of your meat to fat ratio that you get just right, and you grind that, and then from there you get to create you know whatever you want. And you basically take um, you have to have a certain percentage of it as liquid to bind it all together. Right, mm-hmm. and that could be water, that could be cream, an egg, it can be beer, it can be wine. Um, it could be hot sauce. Um, it could be, you know, we make a super spicy one where we actually blend three hot peppers together with water, and that's the binding itself. So, oh, wow. Um, and then, oh, yeah, every sausage has salt. Like, that's just a given. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep, meat, salt, binding, and then you're ready to roll. Right. So, oh, wow. that's so awesome. And all the stuff we use, you know, all natural, no preservatives. We don't, you know, I had somebody come in the other day and ask, you know, well, what what kind of, you know, there's, it's called pink salt. It's a preservative. Like, what kind mm-hmm. of pink salt use it? I'm like, oh, we don't. It's all natural. And and so that's, you know, part of the USDA regulator inspection is, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, it's it's handled properly and we give ourselves a very short life, um, shelf life on the meat as well. Mm-hmm. You say five days. Right. So, you know, once it's sold, you got five days to use it and then you need to freeze it. Um, it could go longer than that, but we want to make sure that the integrity of the product holds. And, sure. Um, yeah, because there's, it's, yeah, no preserves in there. You're not getting any nitrates, nitrites. Which is stuff, awesome. So, yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. And I think that's where a lot of people are going with their food products. Um, 
I think. I mean, I try to eat yeah. as clean as possible. Exactly. So question. So if somebody wanted to bring you maybe a cut of moose. Right. Would that be a you good would be willing Would to moose good. be good? You know, and it's just all about what fat you're going to get in with that moose. Yeah, and I mean, you'd probably have to cut it. Out. Yeah, and, um, you know, those are things that I can do outside of our U.S. Ah, window, right, obviously. right, of course. Because that's just a custom order. It's right, right, retail. right. You can oh, you yes. have some fun with that, but yeah. we love that kind of stuff. We... Um, one of the one of the favorite activities that Jennifer and I do uh, at the pub, and it's now translated to sausage shop, is we uh, do a fundraiser package for local fundraisers. Typically, mostly for our kids' schools is what we've done it for in the mm-hmm. past. Um, I think we're doing it for the Boys and Girls Club this year, mm-hmm. and it's called a sausage party. And you get to pick <laughs> that sausage party. Wow! Yeah, you got to make sure yeah. to bring your side chick to that yeah. one. Bring your side chick to that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> And uh, it's for uh, a, a person and nine of their close friends, and they get to come to the pub. Typically, that's how it starts. But now we have the sausage shop, so we were just kind of over there. But mm-hmm. you know, we we provide food and drinks, some fun traditional English ales from the pub, and then they get to make uh, three types of sausage. They get to do two types that we typically make, just you know, for our current business, and then the third one we just bring in a bunch of ingredients and they get to create it. Oh, fun. and that's actually how, like the sugar daddy I mentioned, that creation was from. Uh, um, the uh, Sorensen auction. Oh. So it was a group of people that came in into that package and, you know, we started making it. And, uh-huh. oh man, that one is. That's good. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I haven't had the sugar wow. daddy yet. So, hey, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to learn a little bit about the pub. Yeah. Great. Where's Jen? Hey, y'all. It's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in ArtCast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So this all came about because you've got this awesome pub, Crown and Thistle. One of my favorite nights at Crown and Thistle is when the beer choir is playing, which is so fun. I love the beer choir. I smile so much at night when beer choir comes. Yeah, right. (laughs) I know Jen says it's her favorite night of the month. (laughs) Well, it's such a great idea. Max is just—I mean, he's—I mean, it's not an original idea. I think he got the idea from somewhere else. There's chapters, so yeah, there's chapters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there are. Oh, I didn't Mm -hmm. realize that. Yeah. So there was a Spokane chapter he's a part of, and they kept coming to Coeur d'Alene like every three months. Mm -hmm. It's like no. I want to do a Coeur chapter. Yeah, yeah. We're so happy he did. Yeah, yeah, I know. And he's kind of traveled around. Like, I think he started out by, you know, what was that place out by Tuesday morning, Growler Guys or something like mm-hmm. that. So he's kind of traveled around. Yeah. But honestly, Crown and Thistle is just, it's, it, that's its home. It, right. oh, You know what absolutely. I mean? It just makes more, the most right. sense. It I does it. feel right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that starts up in September. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Um, I hope so. It's usually I want to the keep doing it every month. So yeah. Yeah. The break in the summer. Then right. It's, yeah, but it's, it's a Wednesday in the month. Mm-hmm. I want to see usually the mid mid third something Check like that. Facebook page. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> right. It's the third Wednesday, but don't quote me on that. I could be right. completely wrong. But yeah, you know the pub uh, is something that I'm fortunate to be part of, and I had nothing to do with the dreaming of it besides providing sausage at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer and I met like 16 years ago here in Coeur d'Alene. I was working and she came back from DC and we met. And when we first started dating, we lived downtown, we worked downtown. 
but there wasn't anywhere we really wanted to go downtown where we uh-huh. felt we could sit down and have a drink and a good conversation. Mm-hmm. And if we wanted food, there was food. But if you just wanted to drink, that was just fine. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer had just come from uh, finishing, not just came from, but she'd uh, been at St. Andrews in Scotland and uh, University of St. Andrews where she went to finish her schooling. Mm-hmm. And she fell in love with the pub lifestyle there. Well, I went to high school for a bit in Germany, and I spent time over in uh, the UK and other parts of Europe, and I love pubs. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she just looked at me. It was, I remember 16 years ago, and she goes, Corley needs a pub. Right. She's like, I'm going to do it. And she actually created the LLC for that way back then. Is oh, that right? Yeah. Really? Yep. So this was 2008. Maybe 2007, beginning 2008, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And she created the LLC, then the recession hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, got her pregnant a few times. Right. Um, <laughs> and so we had the kids. And mm-hmm. then, uh, but once our youngest kid was in some form of schooling, uh, Jennifer was you know, looking, going back to work and was interviewing with places. And she's just like, nope, uh, I don't want to work for anybody. I want, it's time to do the pub. Right. And I just, you know, everything just kind of lined up. So right. started, you know, working on that over five years ago got the construction going mm-hmm. um, she was so serious about doing this pub that for years before we even opened she had been on auction sites and buying all this furniture and decor our basement was full wow and I just sit there and look I was like man I hope we get the basement one day you know and, <laughs> I mean I was I, I really wanted the pub too but it just kept building and building and then right. I'll never forget as soon as that you know started building the pub and be able to take all the stuff out of the basement and regain like our, some of our space in our house was yeah. pretty amazing mm-hmm. but she was you know every square inch inside that pub she designed um the pub, the bar itself she just was scouring the internet every you know whenever she could to be looking for a used bar for sale used bar for sale because she knew mm-hmm. if we had to build one from scratch it was not going to be cheap right and yeah she found this one sitting in the middle of the state of washington in an old abandoned gas station they were trying to turn into a convenience store or a convention center uh-huh. that originally was in seattle Oh, um, wow. At a uh, bar there back at the late 1800s is when it was built. No. So, oh, my God. Yeah, found that, got it here. I'm not going to do the story on that. If you guys want to have a fun story with Jen here sometime, bring her yeah. and she can give you the the woes, the woeful stories of that bar that looks great now. But yeah. we got it here. We got it, you know, cleaned up and restored. Because this is a mirror on it, doesn't it? Have two, a mirror? Three big mirrors. Three, yeah. Mirrors. Rig- yeah oh, my. Mirrors. Wowzers. Yeah. And not to make it, I'll make it a really short story, but when we went to pick it up, the guy that was handling the purchase of it thought he could move that upper panel himself. <gasps> it fell on him. Oh my god! Oh my um, god! Yeah, lots of blood and no. uh, <laughs> yeah, and broken parts everywhere. And I've never seen Jennifer speechless like this in my life. Wow! And we just went around and collected all the pieces. Um, and luckily, a local woodworker guy here that is semi-retired took it in and. And it, rebuilt it. Kind of rebuilt it to what it is today. So it's like, and, okay, wow. now you can't even tell. Yeah. Well, and how's the dude? Yeah. Um, you know, he lived. Okay, yeah, good. he did. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. It was one of those, yeah. I mean, like, there it was. It You'd was, have the bar it was like ghost. A, it was... <laughs> It's like a crime scene when we showed up there. But oh my God. the guy had come here since, and we read right. afterwards. Oh, good. So he survived. So oh, good. Luckily, that happened. But Lifetime you know, of beards and, ma- um, beers yeah. and yeah, bangers. Right. right. But the, the, the most important thing about the pub is Jennifer, from the beginning, said, you know, you can change food. You can change beers. You can change staff. But you can't change atmosphere. Right. Yeah. So when you walk in there, you want to make sure you feel like you're walking into, you know, a pub. And I... I think you do. And I think most people come there do Oh, I would away, say so. mission accomplished yes. for sure. Oh, 100%. And so the pub It's has like walking those... into old old Victorian times. Yeah. Old, I mean, I've yeah. never I've never been to Scotland or the UK, so I 
don't, you know, haven't experienced them firsthand. But, and I have. Know. And I tell you what, when I walked in and saw those snugs, I'm like, yes. Snugs. That's snugs. what it was. I was yeah. going to say. I was, gonna, I was just going to ask about the yeah. snugs. It's funny. You can walk and by the, the pub and it looks kind of empty. But then you walk in and every everybody's is filled with people. You're like, oh, that's where you want to sit, right? That's yeah. right. The privacy, yeah. So just to refresh everyone's memories, what were the snugs for? Right. So I believe back in the Victorian times, it was disgraceful for women to be seen drinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the pubs still wanted to serve them and they still wanted to drink. So pubs built snugs. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, an enclosed booth. And they would have either a curtain or a door um, or a snob screen on there so you couldn't see who was sitting um, in the booth. And the barkeep would come over and that's the only time that they wouldn't order at the bars when they'd go and take the order from the snugs. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes they'd have what's called an enunciator where a flag or light would turn up so the barkeep knew to go over there to get the order. But then, you know, the women could get beverages and enjoy mm-hmm. them just like they should right. while the men sit out there and do their merry whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jen, if there was a PhD in pubology, like Jennifer would be the <laughs> professor. Of right. right. So, you know, she knew all the stuff and... She has a master's. Yeah, we were in, uh, we were in England and sitting in one of, came to be our favorite pubs and that's kind of what we built our snugs, um, to like, kind yeah, of reflect. To kind of mimic that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. I mean, they it's, are. It's pretty fun. We were in Ireland, and my favorite pub in Ireland is in Enniskillen. And you walk in, and there are a couple of snugs. But the story that was told to me there, because there's a little fireplace in there, there's a little table, you know, it's like a little booth with a door on it. And they said that travelers would come and they would want privacy. Right. Maybe they maybe they were being hunted and they didn't want to be found but the same kind of idea you just want you want to be out of the public eye but you still want your drink right when it's there's a lot of that tradition that you know doesn't always make it you know forward and jennifer really put a lot of thought into every little part of the pub and when you walk in if you look at the tile on the floor there's actually an emblem that she created by breaking up tile it says ph Patrick Hamilton, and that's something that's actually in stone in St. Andrews, where she went to the university, so there's a story about that. Oh, cool. Um, the lounge is called the Imperial Lounge, and there's things that uh, represent every country from England's imperial times, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, even to the animals on the wall that hang up there, those are from South Africa. So everything has a story in there, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, you know, we really lucked out in that space, too. You know, it's uh, one of, if not the oldest commercial building in Coeur d'Alene. Mm-hmm. The whole building is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked in that building for years and had been in that space so much. And it was always carpeted. And we had no clue what was underneath that carpet. And we decided, well, let's just look. Because right. we're going to put a whole new hardwood floor in. Uh-huh. And lo and behold, it was the original hardwood floors. That's amazing. The building was built. And there were sections that were missing. But so instead of, and you know, the, hard, uh, the hardwood guys said, we can make it look the same. And Jen said, well, no, we actually want to remember the history of the space. So when you walk in, if you ever see wood that goes, I think, um, I think what I'm saying here, wood that goes uh, east to west is the original floor of the pub. Oh. Anything that goes north and south are where we put patches in. Or anything oh. that's a little bit bigger or different, right. too. Oh, right. I'll have to so notice when, yeah, when I'm in there. there. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. So mostly towards the front where there was, like, cuts in, cut ins. There's a staircase there that goes down that mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, filled in as well. So, yeah, you'll kind of see what was the new, what was the old. So. Oh, yeah, that's well, so one of my fun. favorite things about the pub, and I and honestly remember this even 
you know, when you guys first opened was, I mean, you walk in and it looks like it's 150 years old. It does. 200 years old. And you're just like, the the attention to detail, the light fixtures in the snugs and, you know, Mm -hmm. the signs on the walls. I mean, just everything is just, it's it's impeccable. We're really well yeah, done. It's yeah, really, funny really to look well back done. To when we first opened, and we thought like, you know, we're we're open, we're done, everything's decorated here, and then to what it looks like now because it just keeps growing. Yeah, like, it just keeps yeah. evolving. You know, we have people from you know the UK that show up and hey, I have all this stuff in my attic. We have, no, we have no use for it. Do you want it? I want it. We're like, yes. <laughs> oh, <it's there."> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the basement gets starts getting full again. Yeah, I know. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, in their right mind, they're in, they, they have a basement down below the pub that, you know, goes out underneath, you know, Beacon even. And then Jen took us down there after um, the speakeasy, not this year, but last year. Uh, just She was just, she's so giddy about it. I feel like that place is like, it, it's your fourth child. Oh, no, really. definitely is. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. It, there's a lot of babysitting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she took us down there and just, just the, I mean, it's just so old and dark and damp, and you yeah. go around it. Wasn't it an old bank at one point? Because there's there, an old bank down there. Yep. There, there oh, is wow. a the bank, huge. The beacon, I think, used to be a bank. There's an old vault that's down. Yeah, there's there. an old oh, vault, wow. big old huge vault, and yeah, it's creepy, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. It is really cool. Yeah, to know that we have an underground in Cordelia. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to the sausages. Yes. Yes. Um, what did you name the company? So it's called Gentleman Sausages. I love and that. It's had that name since I started making sausage, which is funny. So that goes back to 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets a lot of giggles. I'm going to say that right now. So many people stop by in front of the sausage shop and take a picture with our logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jennifer created um, a sign also that says, Fine Purveyor of Tubed Meats. No, <laughs> purveyor of Fine Tubed Meats since 2016. Oh, right? that's cute. And people lose their mind over it, right? So... <laughs> Um, but the name Gentleman's Sausages is because I'm a gentleman that makes sausages, mm-hmm, right? Right. Um, but it actually comes from, uh, funny if I have it here with me, uh, this little black book that Jen bought me in London. She bought this for me in 2015. And she gave it to me, and I was like, a gentleman's notes. This is on the front of it in gold. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do with this book? You know, I just, it's like, can I... It was, it was very special. It's a very beautiful, like, you know, leather-bound gold, you know, whatever you call that around the pages. Yeah, yeah. Um, book, and I wanted to make sure I was using it right, and I, then I started making sausage, and I was like, well, this is going to be my sausage book. And on the front page, it's a silly drawing, but it actually says Gentleman's Sausage on there. Oh, wow. And I made a drawing of sausage, which right. I did, you know, when, 2006, was that nine years ago? Yeah, yeah right. Nine years ago. And I started off just like, you know writing in my notes I, I, this is the first sausage I even drew a picture of the sausage because I'm a dork um, <laughs> and then you know and I would just write notes about how it went mm-hmm. and I think I did that for like the first four or five sausages and it just took off from there and I was like oh I'm just going to start making my own and so now it's just nothing but recipes right um, wow and then so that's just been the name if we ever were going to do sausage that was going to be the name and it just it is yeah so now um there's some flavor. There's a difference between a gentleman's sausage and gentleman's sausages. Okay, I'll just say that right now. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, so it's you know a lot of people. I'll, I remember the first couple of weeks we were open, this guy came in and he thought that we were just playing a ruse on the Cordelaine Press, because it had been in the tidbits mm-hmm. for so long because it took us that long to get open. Because um, every week it says, look forward to gentlemen sausages in the old Abbey space, right? Right. And it was in there for almost a year. Oh, wow. This, guy, this guy's like, oh, we thought you were just 
kidding. You were just playing a ruse on the press. You weren't actually even open up a business like this. You were going to fast one on nails. And I'm like, no, no, it just took us this long to get to the point of getting open. Right. But yeah. So it's, it's a fun name. And um, I still can't get Google to publish my website. I don't know why. But uh, hopefully they'll, they'll publish it soon. It exists. Gentlemansausages.com. But okay. I can't link it to my Google you know, business profile. They won't approve it. So. Oh, no. Oh. Do you think it has anything to do with the name? Oh. Google is so finicky. Right. They are. Yeah. They're I super have, finicky. Yeah. 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 I have that people come in and that thought I was a, a cigar shop that oh. sold sausages. Huh. I don't, and I say, there's all sorts of funny right. stuff. Oh, right. Funny. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, you but know. people can find you on Facebook, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram. Same age, Gentleman Sausages. So Love it. Google that or, you know, nice. don't Google that. Um, so when you say you, you, you are wholesale, I mean, yes. you're, you're, you're not selling over the counter. So just, do people have to like order or can um, they just literally walk in the shop and right. buy? Yes. Okay. So it's, I do both. Okay. So I have the wholesale business. So that's why we had to go through the USDA inspection. Right. So mm-hmm. we're selling to restaurants. Right. Um, we're very fortunate to pair, you know, obviously we make them for the pub. Uh, we work with Midtown Bluebird. We work mm. with Stylus. Oh. Um, they have, yeah, they have a fun French, so it's called the French, because Robbie and Chris are French. And yes. It's, mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's an amazing chicken sausage. Uh, Radio Brewing out of Kellogg, we make them a beer oh, okay. uh, sausage, a sausage using their beer mm-hmm. and cheddar cheese. Um, Grasso's Fine Foods, their new food truck that's at the Bavaria Pavilion, they picked up a sausage from us. Um, I've worked... Um, yeah, with so many others too. But uh, yeah, those are kind of the ones that have constant orders. And then we're working right. with a number of other restaurants in the market too. So wow. it's pretty fun to be able to do that. But, you know, we're going to, we're there anyway. So I said, hey, why don't we do retail as well? So, mm-hmm. we, you know, Tuesday through Friday from like 11 to 6, people can walk in and we have a big piece of butcher paper that has our whole menu up on it. Mm-hmm. And if you go to a website that's updated every week, mm-hmm. um, shows what's fresh and what's frozen. And we have a whole deli counter there. So you can come and look at the product before you buy it. And, uh, you know, like this week, uh, we have an Italian and a bratwurst and we have a breakfast sausage. So things that we would normally wouldn't be able to do at the pub right. that we have there. Um, we usually will typically always have some sort of a chicken sausage. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, this week's just a chicken garlic with a bunch of cheese stuffed in there. And, Yum. Yeah, and the spicy, you know, uh, Cholula one. So. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, this I, I think amazing. we might have to go to Crown and Thistle when we get done here today. <laughs> we might. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I love, I do love bangers and mash. I do too. They're mine. Too. That's one of my faves. Yeah, mine too. Well, yeah. and the only bangers and mash I've ever had is at your place. <laughs> oh, I, um, I actually, we were in Scotland and there was a place and it was during my vegetarian period and uh, they had vegetarian bangers. Yeah. They were not as good as a sausage. <laughs> Yeah, I've attempted. Um, what I've needed trying to determine is the casing, like what you put it into. Oh, right. Um, yeah, trying to get that at my level has just been difficult. The things I've tried just don't work. They fall mm-hmm. apart, disintegrate, and it's just not worth it. If it's not going to be done right, then. Because yeah, that exactly. actual layer is a, a meat product as yep. well, it correct? Is. So the yeah. casing okay. on a sausage is, yep. Okay. Hog intestine. Or sheep intestine, or right. you know, depending on what you're making, there's all sorts of animals. But yeah, yeah. that's how most yeah, all sausages right. are, are that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not all. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the good ones. Well, Callie and I are going to have to come and do a live Facebook feeds one of the day, one of these days when you're actually making them. Oh, definitely. That would be really fun. Yeah. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a, well, if, if we can get these guys to do a sausage party for the event, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Be <laughs> my producer brain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for yeah. being here yeah. today. I do kind of want to make sure we, we, we get addresses and, and names and, you know, so, you know, we've got Crown and Thistle on 4th Street, just north of Sherman. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the Gentleman's Sausages, the right gentleman across sausage, the street. Yeah, yeah, right across the street. You can see them both from each other. Yeah, the Gentleman's Sausages, uh, 112 North 4th, and then the pub's 107 North 4th. So they are just so close to each other. Right. right? It's, um, it's really perfect. Yeah, right there downtown. You can't, you can't miss us. Awesome. And I, I just can't stop looking at your shirt. It's my, it, this is my worst shirt. Yeah, my worst, worst shirt. My worst, worst shirt. My worst yeah. shirt. And I, you know, I found it. I, I just wake up sometimes and I a shirt on and just go to work. And I right. found this one buried in my drawer the other day. I'm like, oh, I got to wear that this week. And That's right. Yep. It's you know, perfect. It's, it is. It's, and it's literally my worst shirt right now. There is sausage on it. I've been making sausage on it. I love that. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, thank you so much oh, for you so sharing much. your creative endeavor. It's pretty exciting. I'm excited to be doing it. Yay. Yeah. We're, very, we're, we're lucky to have you guys in town. Yes, we it's are. Hugely lucky. We sure we are. Love, we love Coeur d'Alene and we love to just make it better and better. So. Yeah. That's right. Yep. One sausage at a time. One sausage sausage at, a time. at a time. One <laughs> banger, but don't marry her at a time. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, and on that note, <laughs> I'm Allie. And I'm Kristen. We miss you, Callie. Yes, we do. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.